0: To be the best, you need to play with the best. You might not have your own personal high-level circle of women yet, but you can hang with us on the Female Millionaire Show. I'm Idori Verity, serial entrepreneur for over 25 years, and i interview badass female founders and cut through to what you really need to know. So in 20 minutes, you have what can take years to learn. If you're wanting to play bigger, come play with us. Join the female entrepreneur revolution today. Cheers. All right, we are talking with a woman who is so darn real. She started out as an administrator and now she has owned several businesses going from zucchini of all things, this amazing zucchini business that she started, to where she is now. She is a CEO of Utility Saving Solutions, and she's done a bunch of things along the way. So we're gonna be talking about her path, her journey, which has not been straight. And that's kind of the entrepreneurial spirit, right? So welcome to the show, Aisha.
1: Midori, thank you for having me. It's quite an honor um, to be on this platform. So I appreciate meeting you, making making your acquaintance and, you know, sharing my journey with uh, other women on the path.
0: Yeah. And so we were talking before the recording and talking about, you know, some of the ups and downs that we go through as an entrepreneur, isn't it? It's just kind of inevitable. You know, you're going to hit those rough spots, but you just keep going and it's all about the journey. So tell us about your journey. Tell us where you started and how you got to where you are now.
1: Initially, uh, my first endeavor was um, visionary business solutions, which uh Transformed into streamlined global, and what that was, it came uh, from a passion to want to help others create strong, formidable businesses, um, and to be able to provide them with the the brand and the proper platform um, in order to excel in in whatever it is they wanted to do—be it writing a book or you know starting a business of any kind—to share with them a a structure um, that would yield some success. And so I did that for over 20 years. I still have clients that, you know, call me for advice today. Um, And it was a lot of digital and marketing collateral that I produced, business plans for people, kind of like I was just, I was a yes girl. Um, Even if someone presented to me, Aisha, I need to get this done, I would say yes, because that was a learning opportunity for me. And so it was my tenacity and wanting to get things done that kind of was my education.
0: Yeah. I think tenacity is probably what has gotten you to where you are.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. That's just kind of one of your core, core skills, core, core values.
1: Well, you need to have it um, because, and, and even, you know, adopting things and putting yourself in a position where you face challenges head on, um, you use, Things as a learning opportunity. And simultaneously, Midori, I was pursuing my career. Um, I started off as an administrator. My first job out of high school was an office manager at a health center. Um, and I grew my career simultaneously as I was pursuing uh, my entrepreneurial endeavor. The goal all always was to, you know, be self employed full time, um, to not have to kind of go in and out of work um, and work. Parallel in corporate, um, I grew my career as I was growing my companies, um, in administration and kind of migrated all the way up to becoming a project manager. But um, I want to stop
0: you for a second because I want to hear. Okay. Like, you just said something, and like, well, I want to know more about that. So you said out of high school, you you um became you you were working in an office, but you said you always knew you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yes. So tell me, so you knew from when you graduated from high school or very, very early on that that was a goal of yours. So when you were in your various jobs, how did you approach those? Like you had mentioned something earlier, um, you were a yes girl. So talk to us a little bit about your journey or, or the way that you approached your jobs to help you become an entrepreneur
1: right because it, it's a challenge you want to work for yourself and then you know you find yourself maybe you know in financial straits or you know you need to go get a job and um i took those as learning opportunities as well Midori, because when when you're in corporate you're learning things you're being trained um you're actually watching mentors that are kind of like above you and although i would say well oh you know i'm going to use the job as a come up so while you're working in your job you know, you approach it the same way you would an entrepreneurial endeavor. You take your work ethic in, um, you give it your best, and you use that to form relationships and have a network and everything. So, and take all the training you can get um, from those experiences because you're not there for no reason.
0: Yeah, I think that's a kind of key is that, again, getting back to the theme of a journey. And what can you pick up along that journey? that right. you put in your pocket and used yeah. to help you get to where you want to go. And you talked about mentors. They may not have known they were a mentor, yeah. uh, but it sounds like you were coming from the perspective of, I'm listening, I'm paying attention, I'm learning from them, and I'm going to take what works for me for future.
1: And you learn management styles. You know, you learn a plethora of things. I mean, even, you know, technical stuff, organization. Um, working for some major hitters like General Electric and the wind energy business, that, I think, was a great background to what I'm doing right now. And so, even with the you know, the business and the marketing and going into corporate, um my second venture was, like you mentioned, the zucchini bread company. Um, I created a recipe, and because it was loved so much, and with my entrepreneurial background, I'm like, well, if this is wanted and, and desired, there's a demand for it, right? So now, you know, versus clicking and opening a laptop, which you still need when you're in that type of business. But it, it was fun to kind of switch gears from what I was doing to having a food based company. And so I appreciated that that company a lot and look forward to it growing. Um, I did put it on hold because my business partner approached me with this business model. And I just knew that this, you know, you kind of know when it's like, wow, this is a crowning moment. This business um model is pretty substantial. And so if I'm honored to actually have been brought in as the CEO of this company. And the founder.
0: And so, are you also a partner in this company?
1: Yes. So, my business partner and I are co founders of Utility Saving Solutions. And um, this, you know, came from his vision of power production. We had worked uh, years before in the LED lighting space with uh, our home utility, Georgia Power. And so, I knew back then how brilliant um, he was. And so, he supported me with my bread company as well. And so, when he came, and presented this business model to me, it was very exciting and something that I really wanted to pursue.
0: So I want to hit on that because this gentleman sounds like he's very experienced and you've talked about you know, where you started. Then you have the zucchini bread company. I'm guessing throughout all of this, you had a certain type of work ethic that you always showed up with. So if this gentleman came to you and said, Hey, Aisha, I have an idea and I want to bring you in, that's, that's saying a lot about you. And so, again, I think no matter what we're doing, trying to get the most out of it, even if it's something that we're not enjoying, coming from the perspective of what can I learn from this? How can I improve this business? And always showing up, knowing that we're going somewhere bigger, right?
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, like you mentioned, um, it is a journey. It isn't, you know, nobody I never expected it to be easy. Um, I was already kind of aware that there's gonna be challenges that challenges that I would face. I didn't know what those challenges would be. Um, and it, it tested me a you know, a lot of times, but I think my attitude of, you know, we say let's not focus on the destination. But of course, that's kind of the goal. So I think I was willing to say, I'll go through whatever it takes, you know, because what doesn't kill you makes you stronger in order to get to a plateau where I can kind of exhale and say, okay, um, I can do this. And I didn't hold on to any one of my companies like when it was time to put the bread company on hold. I know that that will come back. So it's never a fail. Um, Every time I had to go back to work and, and pause my companies to um, you know, take care of my family or, you know, have a job. It, it didn't deter me from the overall goal. It just basically was part of the, that jerk, right? Mm-hmm. So you never know why you're put in these situations or at these corporations. And one day you kind of like, you're kind of like, oh, I see why, you know, it worked out that way.
0: So can you talk, can you walk us through a point where you went through an incredible challenge. You said that you you had these companies that you've started, but then you'd have to go to work for a while. That's something that I hear from a lot of clients. And the biggest fear that they have is that they have to go back to work.
1: Right. So
0: can you talk us through that, how you came to the point where you're like, you know what, it's time to put this on hold. And mm-hmm. I need to go back and make some money till mm-hmm. I can, you know, until it's time to go to that next step. So can you walk us through something like that?
1: I share the same uh, plight as your other, uh, the other women Um, going to work is kind of like the last resort. You're like, oh no, you know, and then as an entrepreneur, kind of like my family knew, like don't tell Aisha she needs to get a job. You know, it's like she knows when it's time. And so um, you have to, take a proactive approach for your own life. Um, I had a business coach um, who advised like, you know, she's like, as an entrepreneur, we put ourselves in situations and up against challenges and stuff, but just make sure that you always have the cornerstone of self-love where you can see what's kind of best for you. Um, My philosophy is, you know, you're your own parent once you become an adult. So Although your family members probably shouldn't say, hey, Midori, you know, you probably need to go get a job. Um, You don't want to, that's not something you want to hear. But it's kind of an indicator. It's kind of like an oil light that comes on in your car and you can drive it a little while longer. But at some point you're like, okay, well, in order to get ahead, sometimes I have to stop, you know, take stock of what I have, send out some resumes and just go back to work for a little while. Um, That'll give you additional seed money. Um, It actually gives you time to really think about your company, how like things you can change, ways you can improve upon that business model while you're in that job because you're not operating like full speed ahead and, you know, kind of have that tunnel vision that you kind of need as an entrepreneur, so you have to know what lane to kind of drive upon at any given moment. So, as you're going
0: through this this journey, these you know these different paths, have you had a board of advisors or a group of people that are beyond just your friend group and your your family, but people who you can turn to to get advice, where you can bounce ideas? Because often as entrepreneurs. We're at this level and we can't always go talk to our team because it's about things that maybe aren't appropriate for them to be a part of, and it can hurt and damage the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you have that network that you go to where you can bounce ideas and um, and grow grow and get creative and um, and get that support when you need that support? Maybe when you feel like you've been punched in the gut. Uh, Do you have anything like that or do you have advice as far as that goes?
1: No, Um, I can say as an entrepreneur, I'm, you know, one of the first entrepreneurs in my family. I think we had, uh, you know, my, uh, my grandmother's sister was an entrepreneur, but that was well before my time. And so as an entrepreneur, it's been quite a, you know, solitary journey. And I won't say I haven't had advice because um I have contacted score you know, to bounce ideas off of those mentors. Um and along the way, I guess um I've taken in like if I meet someone like yourself, you know, I may pick your brain. But as far as an ongoing support system, um if you're the only entrepreneur in your family, you kind of have to be prepared to um have staff meetings with yourself um and if you don't have a team and a lot of my journey along the way like now I'm I have my business partner now and we're hiring and so I'll have a team um but a lot of the journey was in was just myself um where I had to do research or look online for things i mean that was my support as far as being kind of a research junkie and a problem solver um, and just researching, learning about successful business people, what they had to go through and kind of getting a grasp of that entrepreneurial journey. So, you know, you're not alone.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's tough to feel alone, right? I, I get it all the time where entrepreneurs come to me of varying success rates. And like, I feel so isolated. I feel so by myself. I just don't Nobody want to be by myself anymore. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I remember when I was, you know, I've, I've owned businesses for almost three decades now and I would go and talk to my friends because my business became my life, right. Along with my kids right. and my family. And you could see their eyes just glaze over like, we yeah. don't care. We don't know what you're talking about. We don't even understand it. And it's like, oh, yeah. God, such a big part of my life.
1: Right. But anyway, it's so, all I want to talk about. That's you know? all I want
0: to talk. Yeah. I'm tired of talking about cooking and kids. I live that every single minute. Exactly. Yeah, so anyway, do you have one takeaway, one piece of advice for our
1: listeners
0: on how to build a million dollar business?
1: Well, I would say don't forego when you get an idea um, and you're passionate about it. You know, a lot of times the brain or people will shut that down in like 15 minutes or 15 days. Um, Really believe in yourself. Um, My thing is persistence is key. Because if I look through my journey, that not giving up and, you know, keep going, keep you know, throwing the bricks at the wall or whatever you want to call it. Persistence has been what has gotten me where I am today, not giving up no matter what. Um, you're never a failure. Um, I, I heard somebody say, fail your way to the top. Yeah, go ahead. Fail all the way to the top. Okay. Wow. It's never a failure. And I remember feeling that way uh, with my first business venture um, initially. And so I learned about failure very young. And so you just keep chomping at the bit. Um, and yeah, that's my takeaway is persistence. A great
0: way to end the pod. That is such a perfect term. Um, and I also love fill your way to the top. I've never heard that, but I okay. love it. That means that you're working hard, right? That means that you're trying and, yeah. um, and you're picking yourself up, dusting yourself off and you keep going because it's just a journey. That's all it is. So. You
1: never know how close you are. So it's kind of like, if you believe in yourself and you know that that this is going to happen, you turn a blind ear to the naysayers and and the people who they haven't had an inspired idea you know so they're likely to say well go back in a safe zone I mean you know just do what everybody else is doing and so you do have to yeah turn a blind ear to that and just keep going you never know when it's gonna you know when you're gonna plateau so I love it
0: and then you can breathe when you get to that point I love 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 it so where can people connect with you where can they find out more about you Aisha? So I am on
1: LinkedIn, Um, my profile is on LinkedIn, Uh, my company information is on LinkedIn, Um, being able to provide power and water to people in the new way uh, that we're evolving uh, for power production and energy usage is amazing. Uh, I would say, yeah, the best place to find my information is on LinkedIn. It's pretty Mm -hmm. up to date.
0: And go check out our company, UtilitySavingSolutions.com. It is all in our show notes. So that's where you can find this information. And thank you so much for sharing your your journey with our audience and, and letting us get to know you a little
1: bit. Thank you, Midori. I mean, it's been such a pleasure. I, I love the platform and, you know, O'Day to you and all the listeners. So thank keep you. going.